Hi, welcome to the A Quilting Life podcast with Sherry and Chelsea, episode number three. Yeah, I'm so excited. And we have video today. I know. I think this is going to be really fun to finally be able to um, share on video. We have a lot of things we're able to show everyone. So Right. It's going to be a lot better. So thanks to our son, who is our tech guy for all of this. My brother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. My son, your brother. Okay. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Okay. So we are... Um, this episode is going to air on Monday, June 29th. Yes. We're taping it just a little bit early. So. Yeah. Um, should we get started with our regular features? Let, let's get started. Yeah. Oh, first, just um, we were going to mention that since we can do video now, we're going to hang a different quilt yes. for each episode. And the quilt on the wall is my Blooms quilt, and it's with our Balboa fabric collection and I used the honeycombs that came with the collection to make the English paper pieced flowers. And what size are those honeycombs again? There was a... They are perfectly sized for one inch English paper piecing. So they are a little oh, that's bit awesome. bigger. I don't have the exact size oh, in my okay. head. Yeah, that's awesome. I knew they had like a fun yeah. new feature about these ones so yeah and then on the table I have my Laguna quilt all of the quilts from my labor of love book just came home this week so I'm finally getting a That's chance so exciting yeah to put them in our home and decorate with them yeah and they've been gone for over a year so that is so was, crazy how was, that process works yes so. you mu- it's like getting all brand new quilts again yes, so to yes. decorate your home with yeah so all right so, okay, so let's get started on our regular features. I feel like we had a lot of fun with these um, in last week's. Right. Well, the last two podcast. Weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, two weeks ago that we had the podcast. So we are going to do those again. And I actually have a new find that I think was super cute. It is a free pattern by Fat Quarter Shop, and it's called the Wave Your Flag Table Runner. You can find it on their Instagram page or on their on their blog. So I am going to be spending some time making that, but I saw it on Instagram and it's free. So it's just a small little project. And what I love about a table runner is that something you can essentially do in a day. So, you know, just something fun for you guys. Yeah. 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 It's super cute. Um, and then you have the old favorite. I do. I do actually, because I had a fun little experience this past week. So I spent some time organizing my sewing room and so I collect mini charms and I think you know that but it was really cool because I was going to consolidate all of my mini charms into one storage bin all together and I found the very first mini charm that was ever given to me and it's the first time I attended market and it was with you and um, Vanessa Christensen of V&Co said here why don't you take one of these and I didn't I mean I, I'm sure I'd seen them at your house right. but uh yeah she gave me my very first one and it just kind of like sparked my love for mini charms and I collect them now I have you know my collection has really grown and so that's my old favorite today is she gave me a mini charm of her color theory collection and I still have it and when I found it the other day I just thought that was really sweet because that's what kind of started my love 
for the mini charms. That's really fun. I, it just made me think of, so you have them all in one box? Yes. Or, okay. And do you yeah. have them organized anyway by color or designer or? No, I think okay. that's next though, because I, yeah. I was going through and there's, you know, a lot of modern fabric collections. There's a lot of traditional fabric collections that I've collected in mini charms. I think that's a great idea because I had initially had them in three separate storage bins, but yeah. yeah. I think I should um, organize yeah. them. I, I've been thinking about that more. too. Um, I was on a retreat one time with Lisa Alexander. She's our marketing director yes. at Moda for all the designers. And she had this really cool plastic box and she had all of her mini charms and they were out of their wrappers and they were organized by color. Out of their out wrappers? Out of their wrappers even. And I just, th- I kept looking at it over the couple of days or few days that we were there and she was actually working on a project from it. And it was so easy because she was able to just take the color, take the color. So oh. they weren't organized by designer or anything. Oh, my goodness. So I've I've been I mean, you're kind of afraid to unwrap a fat yes, quarter bundle that's how I or feel. A jelly roll or even a mini charm pack. But I've yeah. been thinking lately, I need to do that. I need to put them all in one place and then just make piles by color. That is a really good, I'm going to have to talk to Lisa about this. That is, see, I feel like, I don't know if a lot of people feel the same as me, but it's initially unwrapping that like with a fat quarter bundle. You almost don't want to unwrap it because it's so pretty to look at. Right. And to take the wrapper off of a mini charm too and separate it by color kind of gives me a little anxiety. Anxiety, yes. But no, I think that's actually great because if you're focusing on a project that's color oriented you know right then you've got them all yeah you've got them all ready to go yeah so um, you have something really fun that's new yes that I can talk about I wasn't able to talk about the last time we taped but I think it was shortly after we taped I got the go-ahead um, and it's on Amazon now I looked last night so oh really for pre-order for pre-order I did not know that so I well, let me tell you what it is, <laughs> um, but I'll be putting it for pre-order in my shop this weekend, too. I always oh, wait awesome. till Am I figure if Amazon has it for pre-order, I can put it for pre-order. Of course. So. Okay, so I'm doing a planner, and I'm super excited. It's, it's called A Quilting Life Monthly Planner, A Portable Guide to Getting and Staying Organized, and I printed off a copy of the cover last night so that I can show you. And that's actually why I have this log cabin quilt on the table as well, because um, that's the quilt from the cover of the planner. So, and the planner is a little bit smaller than this. So it's oh, okay. It's not this, I, I haven't got a hard copy yet, but it, it will fit in your purse. That was one of the things that that's I perfect. really wanted for yeah. it, was for it to fit in a purse. So you could take it with you. And it's more than a planner. It is undated. I should mention that. So you can start at any time. My favorite. If yeah. It's undated. But yeah. they will be shipping in October. So they're also perfect for those of you who like to get organized at the beginning of the year or at the end of the year for the beginning of the year. And they are also going to be perfect time for Christmas gift giving since yes. they will be arriving at the end of October. It's it's a little bit more than a regular planner in that it has lots of organizing features to help you get organized. Lots of, lots places, of prompts. prompts that yes. you, will help you 
organize your notions, your quilts, your space, and just lots of added information from from me that, yeah. that I wrote to help you get organized. And you'll be able to personalize it in many different ways. And I'm, I'm just really excited when I get a hard copy, then I'll be able to yeah. show it in more detail. I do have to say, so I was able to look through um, the final pages of it before with your final edits right. on it. And that was really cool for me. So it is really great that it's undated because it's perfect for because normally I would say start where you are, you know, but a lot of people like to wait till January because that sense of renewal is very exciting. Um, so it's perfect, you know, you can just start right away or, you know, save it for a Christmas gift. And, but yeah, I was able to look through it and I thought it was very well done. The photography was, was beautiful. The prompts are really great. And, and it is different from other planners that I've seen. Um, that's something I was looking for while looking through it. I love that it's getting organized and staying organized. So I'm really excited about it. And I know that this is something you've been wanting to do for a really long time. Right. Um, You've talked about this for years, actually. So (laughs) you are a list person. And I think I got that from you. I to new listeners. um, I don't know if everyone knows that I'm Sherry's daughter. Right. And so I think a few people weren't didn't know um, if we were related. And so. But yeah, so I've kind of watched you ha- always have a planner. And I think that's where I got it from because now I'm a big planner person. So yeah, yeah I'm excited for yeah. you. I think it's, it's ex- going to be really fun. It's exciting. And I'll be doing lots of video content oh, to kind yeah. of help people walk, use it. walk through it and yeah. use it and know the best ways they can use it. So. Yeah. Okay. So should we move on to listener questions? Yeah. And we're so excited because we had a lot of great questions. We, we love your feedback. We love the questions. So yeah, I think we'll, we'll go over these. Yeah. And we got questions from, I got a couple emails and then some of you left questions on the podcast notes post. And then also we got questions from the YouTube channel where some of you were just listening in and left yeah. great questions. So we really appreciate that. And also, along with the questions, we got a lot of really nice feedback. And yes. Really appreciate yeah. that, too. We so. really do appreciate that. Um, okay. So from Sherry Tuttle, she asked, can you offer some suggestions for a newer quilter about how to learn the process of quilting? This is such a great question. And I don't know. I thought you could maybe start and then so, I'll finish yeah, up on that one. I think... So for me, I started quilting later on in life. And the first thing I thought of when I read this question was um, just really start simple. Um, As a new quilter, I I felt very overwhelmed when I started looking for patterns. And I started on a more simple quilt that had, you know, basic techniques. And I feel like that really helped me. I will admit, I called you a lot. Like... (sighs) It's nice when you have um, a friend who can help you get started in quilting. I also thought what's really great is if you just start with a block of the month, say someone's, you know, holding a block of the month. And I think that's something that would be great to get you started in quilting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, it's so funny that you say that because that's what really kind of took me to the next level when I had sewn from the time I was about 10, but... When I made my first quilt, my grandmother helped me make an Irish chain quilt 
in a Day, A Double <laughs> Irish Chain Quilt in a Day by Eleanor Burns for my oldest son. And I, I ended up making like 50 of those quilts. You really did. I made them for my daughters. <laughs> I made them for us. Baby quilts. Baby quilts. Yeah. I just was stuck on that pattern until one day I went to... Well, I guess after that, I did do some little quilts projects that, from that series of, uh, it was a group of three women and their books were called Little Quilts. And I did some of those. So those were mini quilts before they were called mini quilts. But I went to a shop with a friend and they had a block of the month. And I feel like it, they had the blocks displayed on a clothesline hanging up above the cash register and I remember getting some fabric and then asking the sales clerk, oh, what are those blocks up there? And she said, oh, that's our block of the month program. And, you know, you come this Saturday, the first Saturday of the month, and and we give you the block and the pattern. And, and so I signed up for that. And I really feel like doing that block of the month really helped increase my skills and my knowledge about what other yeah. blocks were out there besides the double Irish chain. <laughs> and so I feel like, and so these days you can find block of the month patterns online. Yeah. We do the Moda Blockheads three. That's I, actually a great one. Yeah. Yeah. You normally have a I block do of the one month. every month on my blog and that's free. Yeah. And there are tons more out there. Fat Quarter Shop, I noticed just did a beginner quilter. Oh, really? Yes, they did. Well, yeah, Yeah, that's actually a great one to start with. Um, Yeah. So I feel like just taking advantage of the resources that are online is a great way for a newer quilter. Definitely. And YouTube videos, I try to do techniques that beginners might not know, like binding and quarter inch seam. and, And so hopefully you can find... YouTube videos on something that you have a question about. For a long time, I always referred back to your binding tutorial. Uh Yeah, I I have watched that multiple times. It was very helpful. Awesome. Okay, so should we move on to the next question? Sure, yeah. What other collections do you both like to sew with? Yeah, I thought this was a great question because we love sewing with our own fabric. Yes. We both love fabric yeah um I I think so my daughter's room oh I love having a quilt on their bed I know you know this you've made quilts for their beds uh I kind of have I really like for their room working with Bonnie and Camille fabrics I think they're really really bright and pretty and so I have multiple quilts in their fabrics that I really really love I also I know we've talked about this before. Really love Vanessa Gertzins of Lella Boutique's fabrics. I'm going to be working with some fabrics of hers very, very soon, and I'm excited about it. They're so pretty. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I um, actually I I put this pillow on the table that I just made this week. It's from a free Moda pattern, and I'll link the the pattern in the show notes but these are all Minnick and Simpson fabrics so pretty and I just love I love decorating with a lot of red white and blue during the summer months and so every every year I try to make at least a project or two to add to my collection I have lots of red white and blue quilts and pillows and this one I just made the other day 
so cute it was so fun so and cute yeah and I had ordered the pillow form so I had that ready to go and most of this pillow is made from Mackinac Island their most recent collection it's a but beautiful then, collection yeah and then I had scraps that I was able to add into it because I had a fat quarter bundle of Mackinac Island and you needed longer pieces for the bottom stripes um, that were longer than a fat quarter. So I had to oh. raid my stash for the bottom six stripes. But. So that's something I will also note is I love red, white, and blue quilts as well. And mm-hmm. I do have a Stars and Stripes quilt I just shared that has our fabric collection mixed in, Bonnie and Camille's fabric mixed in. Uh, I like to mix different people's collections in, right? you know, with certain yeah. colors I'm working with, so... I made that Stars and Stripes quilt too, but I I did an aqua background. And when I saw you post yours, I had forgotten that you did a light colored background on one of them. And so now I want to make one with a light colored background. Yeah. Yeah. I I think I'm going to, I might try to make that before the 4th of July. We'll see. Yeah. So probably won't be quilted by then, but (laughs) I can get it done. Um, Okay. The next question. This, this is one we talked about it earlier. What other quilt podcasts do you like to listen to? And Chelsea said, oh, I don't, you don't really listen yeah, to them. Yeah, I, I haven't yet. But I have a couple that I really like. The first one is the American Patchwork and Quilting Quilt Podcast. Yes. And we were actually guests on that yeah. last fall. I'm not sure when they aired the ep. Well, I think, I believe they aired the episode in January or maybe early February, but we taped it at Quilt Market. Yes. So that's one that I like. They they have great tips on organizing, and they do fun interviews, and they talk to a variety of people. But there's another quilt podcast that I really do like. I, I'm not quite sure how. I think I started following her on Instagram, and then I found out that she had a blog, and then I found out that she had a podcast, and... It's called Simple Handmade Every Day by Kristen Esser, and I have just really loved her podcast. She, She's really, uh, she's about my age, maybe a little younger, I'm not sure exactly, but yeah. she has kids in college, and she talks about, she always talks about her cup of tea that she's drinking. Oh. Yeah, she always sits down with a cup of tea to do her podcast and talks about the tea, and then she also talks about quilting and the projects that she's working on and kind of her process. She talks about home decor and she talks about her uh, knitting once in a while, not as much lately. She, I feel like she talked about that more when I first started listening to her. I feel like she's quilting more than knitting now. And then she'll talk about books that she's reading or TV shows that she's watching. She's talked a lot in the recent episodes about life during the coronavirus times with her, all of her college students moving back home and them having to share the the space that, you know, was more open before they had all five members of their family living there. So, yeah. So that's it. I think those are the two other quilt I listen to a lot of podcasts but those are the two quilting podcasts awesome so yeah uh we had a question how much time do you typically collaborate together on a fabric line and so we kind of talked about the process of designing fabric in last um in episode two 
but when, when we're designing a fabric line and it's kind of in those final stages of deciding, I would say like a good couple of weeks, we're really, really, um, meeting together right. and talking about it. Right. And then, so, because normally I don't come to you until I have something to, right. to present, you know, with yeah. images inside of the, the program. So I would say a couple of, of good weeks of really brainstorming yeah. and coming together with some ideas about color. And yeah, so yeah, and that I, was a really great question. I, yeah. And I feel like you don't even call me until you have seven or eight things drawn out. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know how long that takes you to do that part of the process, yeah. but yeah, but we do, we're, t- it seems like we're talking about it and thinking about it. And I feel like there is a lot to pondering something over in your mind. Yeah. And so when we're in that process, I think we're both thinking about it throughout the day and keeping it in the back of our mind. And I feel like there's really a lot to that. I've actually read some articles on that, that sometimes when you feel like you're procrastinating, it's, it's a good thing because it's going over itself in your mind. So I feel like that's kind of our process. Exactly. And I think typically for me too, well, I can't force the creativity. So it, sometimes it all comes at once and I'm up very late into the night, just like working on something. And just like you said, where I can't stop thinking about it and I have to get an idea out of my head. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when the notepad by the side of the bed comes in handy. You write something down so you don't forget it when you wake up. Yeah. You actually told me that when I was much younger too, to write things down if they're stuck in my head. So, right. Um, how do you decide on the fabrics from the new collections to include in your sample quilts? So this is actually a great question because typically we try to put all of the fabrics from a new collection into a quilt, you know, to showcase every fabric from the collection. But there's sometimes where say, you know, maybe I want to just do a navy and gray quilt out of the new collection to showcase or you know, maybe I want to omit the gray and have it feel much, much lighter. And so I thought that was a great question because we don't always use every single um, piece of fabric in sample quilts. Right. Yeah. I thought this was a great question too, because, you know, like Chelsea said, like you said, yeah, a, a lot of times we'll try to design at least a, a couple of our patterns to use all of the fabrics. And we both design a lot with pre-cuts and so yes you know whether it's a charm pack or a layer cake or a jelly roll or even a fat quarter bundle we are trying to make sure that you're using a lot of those fabrics so that you feel like it's it's all going into your quilt yeah but then like you said sometimes there are things that we just want to accentuate and I was even just looking at this blooms quilt on the wall behind us I use the the sun print for the sashing and the inner border because I just wanted to show people how, how fun it is just to add a little touch of texture into a sashing. And I know you use that same print as background. I did. Yeah. Because just like you said, it adds, um, more, you know, more texture to your quilt. I used it as a full background to one of my quilts. It worked really, really great. Yeah. And I, I feel like, so sometimes we are, we're trying to showcase, Sometimes we'll put our favorite 
fabrics as borders or ones that we want to showcase or we want to show everyone, hey, this is a great border. Yeah. Or even if you ask, and we should be better about this probably, but taking pictures of the backings. Yeah. Because some of the prints, we we kind of think about specifically, this would make a great backing. For like, for example, a large floral, you know, that maybe typically wouldn't work for smaller piecing like these hexagons, but would work. well for the background the backing right yeah and I even remember in one of our earlier collections there was a print that we weren't sure we were going to be able to get as many um, skews skews as we wanted to out of that print and I remember emailing and saying hey this is going to be really great for binding and then we were able to get all those skews and that ended up being a really successful print yeah because it was great for binding but it was also great for yeah definitely so yeah yeah so I um I I think we try to include all of them but then we obviously have our favorites yes and the ones that we want to showcase because they're so very usable yeah so all right okay so mom are we going with our tip of the day yeah do you have a tip of the day I do have a tip of the day so I like you have been doing a lot of organizing yes lately I summertime I don't know I'm a January person but I'm also a September person because of for organizing for organizing yeah I I organize a couple times a year a couple times a year and I'm also a spring cleaner so I guess three times a year (laughs) I get on this it always feels good to organize though that's like it feels so good Yeah, well, and my big thing recently was I had the majority of my thread was missing for six months. I know, because I wanted some. Right, and so when we we sold our home last August, we moved into a rental until we bought this home in January, and I, I had thread that was just gone, and I didn't know where it was. Luckily, I had my my wall rack yeah, that I had that just had kinda, the spools on it that had the spools on it so I had that thread that I had just oh I think I put it in my car myself and never yeah. put it in a box and just brought it over here but so anyway um about two weekends ago we I, w- I was just on a kick to get all the boxes empty in the garage and the very bottom box in the pile that I opened which had been in the storage unit for five months said thread on the top of it and I was so excited because I got all my thread back and so I spent quite a bit of time well not quite a bit of time but I got it all organized and I'm actually we filmed a YouTube video on that yesterday so you'll be seeing that Uh, it might even be up before this airs I'm not sure when we're going to post that video but I my tip is just to write things down because of that. If I yeah. had just written down where I had put that yeah. thread. Well, and I, I want everyone to know that's listening in. It was kind of a big deal because I had called you asking for if I could buy some thread, some, some thread for you. And you were like, the thread is missing. <laughs> and then it was all about the missing thread and where right. it was. And then you called me very excited and you were like, I found the thread. Right. And, so right. it was really funny. Yeah, because I'll I'll buy multiple yeah, schools of it and at the same time. Supply Chelsea and I. Yeah, but I had lost my supply. I'm always calling mom for thread. So. That's 
typical of me so yeah so so that's my tip of the day is just to write things down yeah so you don't yeah write things down that and and soon I'll have a planner for you to write things yeah exactly well and my tip of the day is actually on organization because that's kind of what I've been focusing on right now is we're getting ready for new fabric to come in I typically like to organize my sewing space and get prepared for new fabric. And so I just had three things that have been really helpful for, for me. Um, just clean out one thing, whether it's a bin or a basket, clean it out and then organize one thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty like meticulous about organizing and making, like you said, writing things down to know where you can find them. So clean out one thing, organize one thing. And then something that I've been trying to do is donate one thing. And that way, you know, maybe it's something you're not going to use and somebody else would really like to use it or like to start a project with it. And um, this isn't the first time I've done that. And so I think, yeah, those are just three great tips that maybe you can focus on. And um, it's great for organization. So... Yeah, I love those tips. And I think Chelsea was just a born organizer. (laughs) Yes. I remember we would go somewhere and I would come home and she'd have my whole pantry organized or it's true. And she'd say, look, look what I did while you were gone at the movies with dad. You know, I organized the whole pantry. She usually wanted something, but (laughs) (laughs) I don't have to say. Truly, truly is the truth right there. But it was awesome. And I yeah. did. It's from Chelsea that I learned that you should take all of your Costco finds out of the box packaging yes. to put them in your pantry to save space. Yes. So I learned that from yeah. her and she was just a teenager. So. And even with the pantry, I did that with my room too. And I would be so excited. I would be like, okay, mom, you have to close your eyes. Right. I have something very exciting to show you. Right. And of course she knew like I had been organizing my room all day, but I always found new ways to organize things. That's like what I did as a kid. I was right. And she would tell people, well, my daughter likes to organize things and yep. she's <laughs> seven years old, but yeah. So now I'm still an organizer. I don't like a lot of clutter. So right. yeah. Okay. So, so um, just remember that you can subscribe on Apple podcasts, Google podcast, Stitcher and Spotify. Um, and we'd love if you could leave a rating or a review, it really helps. So subscribe to the YouTube channel and like, and leave a comment on the videos that also helps. So, I mean, we're always looking to improve the podcast as well. Um, and hopefully we'll have, you know, you know, maybe potential future guests on the show as well too, but we want to hear, you know, what you um, just your feedback. So yeah, we'd love more questions and comments and yeah, we do have some ideas for some guests in the future. Yeah. We also want you to know that I do a a show notes post for every episode and we go through and listen before we release it and make sure we write down everything that we've referred to so that we can link those for you. The the patterns that we've talked about, the free downloads, free downloads. Yeah. And we have the face group, Facebook group. Yes, the I think we need Chelsea. To, yeah. I noticed we had 
I added about 300 people after yeah. our last episode. So yeah, that's be growing. sure to join the Facebook group. There's always fun stuff going on in there. Right. And then you can find us on Instagram at a quilting life for me and Chelsea Stratton for me. Yep. So, so you can find us on our blogs and yes. So, and we have all that linked in the show notes as well. I just actually noticed there's a question we didn't get to, but that's good. We'll have it to start off. Yeah. We'll save that for next time. time. Yes. So thank you so much for joining us today for episode three of the Quilting Life podcast. We're so glad that you listened in. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thanks for stopping by.